0: Thank you. Good afternoon, one and all, and welcome to the Grateful Dad Radio Hour—a conversation about men at home, at work, and at play—with your host, Doug Gertner, the Grateful Dad. Every week, Doug is joined by fascinating guests who tell their own authentic stories and explore all that it means to be a man. And now, here's your host,
1: Doug Gertner, the Grateful Dad. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, moms and dads, boys and girls for tuning in today to the Grateful Dad Radio Hour on milehighradio.com. Coming to you as we do from these studios in the mile high city of Denver every week, uh, Mondays at 1 p.m. The Grateful Dad Radio Hour is a conversation about men at home, at work, and at play. And today it's, it's, it's a, Almost, it is a culminating show because uh, it's our third of three weeks where we're focusing on warming up for the Whole Man Expo, and uh, we'll be talking about it with the the founders, originators, and hosts for the third year yet, uh, Jim Sharon and Ruth Sharon. They're in the studio with me today. And another uh, related issue, a men's issue, and one that we'll be uh, taking up at length at the Whole Man Expo uh, coming up on, on November 10th, is soulful marriage and uh you'll be meeting Jim and Ruth Sharon and we'll be talking with them about their soulful marriage work today so uh it's kind of a a double header uh, two folks in the studio with me and two topics both the Whole Man Expo and soulful marriage and so I'd love for you to get the word out I appreciate when you do this because uh we're celebrating last week we had uh, Sandra Walston the courage expert on and uh, the Grateful Dad Radio Hour uh, came in as one of the five most listened to shows or it was in the top five shall we say I think because of the way that the stats are counted um, there were uh, more than five shows but I was glad for the listenership and I think it had something to do with uh, this and so I'll ask you this favor again if you would since you're listening right now at your computer most likely if you would maybe send out an email and let folks know that the Grateful Dad Radio Hour is on the air. They need only uh, whoever you email, you know, make it a blast. Send it to your friends or anybody who would be interested. They need only point their browser to milehighradio.com and uh, hit the listen now and listen live and they'll be listening to the show. Maybe you just want to send them a text. You got your smartphone handy or give them a call. Pick up the uh, the phone and say, tune in to milehighradio.com for the Grateful Dad Radio Hour talking about soulful marriage and celebrating the upcoming Whole Man Expo. Um, if you're into Twitter, you can tweet it out. You'll notice uh, I've been tweeting. If you look at my handle, it's at Doug Gertner, at D-O-U-G, G-E-R-T-N-E-R. So feel free to retweet what I've been tweeting or something like that. While we're talking social media here, you can find uh, The Grateful Dads at uh, Facebook. The page is The Grateful Dads at Facebook if you want to uh, become a fan or just uh, become my friend on my Doug Gertner page. You can look at my pictures and uh, send me a little uh, message there on my wall. Um. Another way, if you've got your smartphone handy, to take Mile High Radio and the Grateful Dead Radio Hour with you, uh, anywhere you go, is using the TuneIn Radio app. If you haven't found that, TuneIn Radio, just uh, put that in your Google search, and uh, you probably want to put tuneinradio.com slash mobile, and that will point you to the mobile app, and you can listen to uh, Mile High Radio on the go. So we invite you to do that. If you're interested in hearing more of what we've been doing on the show, as you've heard, we've had the last couple of weeks uh, focused on the Whole Man Expo. Sandra Walston, as I said, the courage expert was here last week and two weeks ago, it was Captain Coy Theobald. Both of them will be speakers and we'll hear more about what they're doing at the Whole Man Expo. So if you want to hear what we talked about on the air, go to milehighradio.com, find your way to my show page, Doug Gertner, the Grateful Dad. And as you scroll down to the bottom, of that show page, you'll find an archive with on-demand listening of all my past shows: Sandra and Coy, Jim Higley, the Bobblehead Dad, and Abby Ferber talking about uh, white supremacy. My guests: Doctor Sam Sappington, Rabbi Brant Rosen, Mike Thompson, the Stay-at-Home Dads. They're all on there on demand on my show page at uh, MileHighRadio.com. Jim and Ruth are in the studio today. Next uh, week, uh, we'll we'll, uh, take a break since it'll be the day after the Whole Man Expo. And I'm going to be talking about uh, an event I'm going to be doing out east um, in December. The topic on November 11th is Jewish deadheads. Yes, you heard that right. And if you're intrigued, my guests are laughing. They may resemble that remark. huh? Um, this is why are there so many Jewish deadheads? I have published on this. I have spoken on this. I'm speaking uh, at a dead fest retreat uh, at a Jewish retreat center back east in December. So I'm going to be talking next week about Jewish deadheads and the uh, Jewish Grateful Dead connection with David Weisberg, founder of the annual Jewish Grateful Dead Fest at the Isabella Friedman Jewish Retreat Center back in Connecticut on. November 18th, I'm excited to have uh, author John Penberthy talking about his book, To Be or Not to Be, and the B is spelled B-E-E. Let's just say there's a little Zen buzz to all of that. You'll hear more with me and uh, John Penberthy on uh, November 18th. And uh, looking a little bit ahead, December 2nd is the second anniversary of this show, and I'm glad to have... uh, Uh, Edgar Papke back talking about his new book and new music and celebrating two years on the air. As always, thanks to our guests, EMU Consulting, the Men's Anthology, and NOMAS, the national organization for men against sexism. We'll look forward to seeing you uh, talking more about them later. But right now, I want to get to what I always get to at this time in the show. Um, every week at this point, I like to reflect on what I'm grateful for, and I call it my moment of gratitude. It relates to the fact that each week I use my gratitude journal, and I note those things for which I'm grateful, which just continues to remind me I have so much to be grateful for. And so today at the outset of my very busy month where I've taken the month off to pay it forward, I'm starting with a gratitude event tonight. You can learn more at thegreatthanksgiving.com and uh, all month long, I'm talking about gratitude. So um, as I'm thinking about paying it forward, I want to pause and offer my moment of gratitude to a few folks who've made it possible in one way, shape or form Um The first person I'm grateful to is is Jim Sharon, who happens to be my guest here in the studio today, because this traces back. I mean, Jim offered me the opportunity by editing the men's anthology, Ordinary Men, Extraordinary Lives, Defining Moments. He offered me the opportunity to share very openly and very authentically my story, which came to be told in my piece in the book called uh, Full Circle Fatherhood, How I Lost My Mother and Became the Grateful Dad. And it's just really been a gift to me in so many ways, helping me to launch what I'm doing with this program and many other aspects of my life. So. First uh, call out, shout out of gratitude goes out to uh, Jim today. I, I also appreciate Jim and the men's anthology, and I'm very grateful that you've been a long time sponsor and supporter of this show. So thank you, Jim. Gratefully, I acknowledge my rabbi, Yvette Lutman, who sat down with me last Friday afternoon as the Sabbath approached to offer her wisdom and teachings on Judaic aspects of gratitude. I thank Rabbi Abret- Yvette for broadening my knowledge and understanding of the mitzvah of being thankful In the context of my own faith tradition, it's going to serve me well as I navigate the month ahead, taking my message of daily gratitude far and wide. And also when I make a special session at uh, that Jewish deadhead retreat that I mentioned next month in Connecticut, because there's going to be a lot of super Jews there, not just big time deadheads, but all, uh, all varieties of Jews. And they've asked me to talk about the grateful part of the grateful dead. So that'll be an interesting discussion as well. And with gratitude, I celebrate the many other folks who've been supporting and encouraging me as the great Thanksgiving gratitude events approach. My assistant, Lisa, everyone who signed up for tonight's live kickoff event, all my clients and the folks who've invited me to give programs to their people throughout the month, Haas, who's been encouraging all of the Mile High radio crew to attend tonight's event, and of course, my wife, Maggie, and a long list of contacts who've received my frequent e-blasts to promote my various activities, I'm grateful. To all these people and more for their interest, their patience, and their good vibes. So that's my moment of gratitude this week for Jim and Rabbi and many others who've made and are making this month possible. And once again, I'm grateful to everyone for listening to the Grateful Dad Radio Hour today. I do encourage you to make a habit of being grateful. <laughs> Thank you for letting me be Mice Elf again. Only Sly Stone could pull that one off. So um, we're going to go around the the room now, and I'm going to start with uh, as I like to every week. Uh, owner, engineer, and all around guru of MileHighRadio.com. Haas, what are you grateful for this week? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay. <Say it clears throat> okay. <again>. Next. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. You know I. <laughs>
0: I really hate following you because you're, you're, you're so well spoken. And, and of course I know you've given it some time and.
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: Like, like I always do. (laughs) I wait until the last minute. And, but you know. Better late than never, my friend. And there you go. Well, and, and I'm grateful for two things. Number one, I'm grateful for you reminding me that I need to be grateful. It's my job, man. Well, and I appreciate that and, and uh, keep it up. Uh, the second thing that I'm grateful for. Is for the months of November and December mm. uh, for the holidays. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love the holidays. It's a time of friends and family and getting together. We used to say and be being thankful, yeah, or grateful, yes, same indeed. thing. And so I, I'm going to really focus on that that this year, and and I have you to thank for it. So
1: well, you're very welcome. And and you know, funny you should say that. You know, you you're you're grateful for and you enjoy the holidays because. So do I, but it's been years in the making and, and I recognized many years ago how much trouble I had with the holidays and, you know, certainly any armchair psychologist and I have real psychotherapists in the room with me could easily trace how I feel about the holidays to, you know, obvious origins in my upbringing. But as I've become um, more festive this season. I've I've really been figuring out how that happened and um I'm going to do a piece in, in a few weeks. The the Thursday before Thanksgiving, I'll have a telecall called How to Be Most Grateful During the Thanksgiving Season and and I'm hoping to have people get on and have that discussion because I think there are ways as you and I are finding to be more grateful. So thank you. I'm grateful to you for keeping us on the air. And I want to turn to uh, both of my guests, but I'm thinking, Jim, Sharon, you've been on the air with me before, so I'll start with you, and uh, Ruth is uh, not any, not having any trouble getting the hang of it, but let me ask you, we'll introduce you guys formally in just a minute, but what are you grateful for today, Jim, Sharon?
0: Well, firstly, Doug, thank you so much for your acknowledgement, and I'm grateful for you, for starters. How's that? Because you've been a tremendous supporter of both our anthology and the Expo. Happy to. and And grateful for your friendship. You know what else? Hmm. It has been a banner year. Yay. This has been one of the best years of my life. Yay. So I won't expand on that for the, at the time, but it's just been a tremendous year.
1: You're grateful for a grateful year. And yeah, one of the lessons that I learned that you're probably aware of that I learned from uh, Rabbi Avet as I got together with her is um, in Jewish tradition, it says you can't let somebody else say thank you for you. You know, in a lot of Jewish tradition, you can let all the prayers be sent out by somebody else, the chazan, the person who, you know, sort of says the prayers and you just say amen. But the one prayer you need to say for yourself is the prayer of gratitude and so I'm recognizing you know I need to say it early and often and directly and to acknowledgements a beautiful thing it is indeed let me acknowledge your beautiful wife and I hope that's not conceived as a sexist <laughs> comment here at our pro-feminist men's radio show but Ruth Sharon <laughs> so good to have you in the studio I've had Jim here. in a couple times several of the other authors from the men's anthology um, you know we won't get into that statement behind every good man but let's just say that when Jim first told the story of how How the men's anthology came into being, how it came to be. He had to acknowledge you and one of your daughters who both contributed to a women's anthology. So me being here and what I'm grateful for to Jim for traces back to you. So, again, my gratitude to you. And if I can put you on the spot like these guys and I have done, what are you grateful for today? Great.
2: Great. Thanks for having us. Um, One thing I'm really grateful for is my health. I had some health challenges Mm -hmm. this year, and it's great to be healthy and vibrant and uh, to really acknowledge all the people that have supported me. And I just want to say that out of Jim and I, the two of us, has come 10 people. So I am so grateful for our kids, their partners, children. We have a new grandbaby this year. So I'm grateful for the family and all the relationships that have helped me in my healing.
1: Yeah, I love how you frame that, too. We're going to be talking with you guys in just a minute about soulful marriage, and I heard your panel last year at the Whole Man Expo where you really had a bunch of long-time married couples talking about what it meant, and this year you've really pulled together the, the Jim and Ruth show. This is soulful marriage as we know it and have lived it and created it and conceived it and now are sharing it after 40 successful years. So just, you know... I took a lot from that panel last year back to my marriage. that's about half the length of yours, and I'm thinking if I can be here in 20 more years. So thank you both for being here. Let me add that I'm also asking this question of, of you out there in Radioland, my listeners. Take a moment, if you will, and consider what are you grateful for today? Think about it. And, and if you're interested, go to my website, thegratefuldad.org, uh, push the shop button, org slash shop, and you can get a copy of the Grateful Dad's Journal of Gratitude, and you can start keeping a gratitude journal Today, that's uh, that's my suggestion to you. So, I always segue into what I've come to call the full circle fatherhood report—a little monologue I give that's based directly on the uh, piece I wrote in in the men's anthology, "Extraordinary Men, uh, Ordinary Men: Extraordinary Lives, Defining Moments." Um, about my uh, my life coming full circle, uh, being a father and a son, um, and and just as a little prelude to tonight's uh, event, the great Thanksgiving. Giving gratitude event, uh, making gratitude your greatest asset. Uh, the story that I I tell a lot is of my year of living gratefully. And actually, this has more to do with what led up to my year of living gratefully. Um, it goes back maybe to going to college and then having such a good time in college that that I continued to work on college campuses and then finding that um, working. Um, on college campuses meant moving around a lot. And uh, I left Colorado once and came back and realized that it would be a mistake to leave again. And so after I finished my doctorate and was offered a job at uh, Antioch College in Ohio, my, you know, dream job, but it was back in Ohio and I was from there and I didn't want to go back there. And so I did something that men don 't often do I, I, I decided that where I live is more important than what I do, and I chose to stay in Colorado and make a go of it and so uh, people on the radio can 't see how little hair I have, but I once had hair, and I, I actually cut off a ponytail and and put on a suit and went to work in corporate America, so to speak, so that I could stay in Colorado. but after feeling like I was contorting myself for for five six years in in corporate America. Um, I was shown the door by a corporate job, and that story, that longer story is for another time. But let's just say that if I could find the HR director who showed me the door that day – I would thank her because, you know, that was really the beginning of the rest of my life. And um I did something that Jim and Ruth know a lot about. I hired a coach, a very gifted coach, a guy who had a therapy background and was doing coaching. And he helped me put together my business, Emu Consulting, named after the large flightless bird that's one of the best fathers of The animal world. I actually had a lot of time on my hands after my layoff, and I remember taking Jordy out of daycare, and we walked. We could walk at the time from our home to the Denver Zoo, and it was there that I saw the emu display and learned that the male emu doesn't get as much press as the uh, as a. uh, penguin, but actually the male emu incubates the eggs and raises the young and fiercely defends them from harm. And so that's how I named my business. And I'll be darned if this little training business that I started in the year 2000, by the year 2007, it had grown beyond my wildest dreams and I was making more money than I had ever ma- ever imagined making. And I wasn't very grateful. If I had to be honest with you, I wasn't very grateful. I hadn't met you guys yet, but, you know, Jim, if I had had known you then and you had said to me, Doug, how are you doing? My answer to you would have been, I, I, I kid you not, this is what I used to say that year in 2007. I would say, if I were any better, I'd need a criminal defense lawyer. I was very cocky and, and yeah, you know, I didn't, I really didn't think of it. The good thing is I know a couple of good criminal defense lawyers. So had I gotten into more trouble, at least my book might have been covered. But, um, here's what you remember is, is that 2007 begat 2008 and from making more money than I had made ever before. The stuff hit the fan. I, I remember that year because I don't know squat about the economics, but I remember about midway through that year, uh, saying, you know, something must be up with the economy. Remember that sign from, uh, the Clinton campaign office? Uh, it's the economy, stupid. That's what I needed, right? Because, um, it, it, the, there was something clearly up with the economy in 2008. We all know what it became and my business went into the can. That was also the year that you may know and if you read my piece in the men's anthology you recall that was the year that my father needed my help and I took over his life and let me just say that that you know suddenly with with less business and more responsibility I felt very confused about my own purpose my own path my my own identity as we know when we talk about men men we often get our identity from our work and without Much work and with a whole new identity, caring for my father as well as my son, I really was questioning who I was. It was like having a second job and a second child, neither of which I had planned for. And I found myself in a very narrow place. And, um, it took a couple years, uh, with a couple different coaches after my first coach, David. I had a great coach named Guyon, the master drummer. I uh, went to Edgar Papke when I was, uh, kind of ramping up after Guyon delivered me to the mountaintop. And let me just say that, um, the thing that seemed to change everything was when I started the year 2012, making it my goal to gratitude journal. Every day to journal about gratitude and take stock of what I'm grateful for every day. So I picked up a gratitude journal. I used it every day. And on short order, I just have to tell you that everything changed, that gratitude brought me from really a near all time low in my life, physically, psychically and financially to heights that I had never before reached or even imagined both personally and and professionally. So that's why I'm convinced that you and you and you and everybody listening will experience amazing rewards simply by making gratitude a part of your daily life. Um, there you have it. One year, one simple act of daily gratitude, and so many fantastic rewards. That's what I'll be talking about tonight um, when I mention the, the, the rewards that I count, including confidence, motivation, recognition, opportunity, satisfaction, productivity, Success, more money, greater contentment, and even more joy. That's what I'm going to um, talk about tonight. So if you're going to come tonight, it's thegreatthanksgiving.com is where you can register. If you can't make it tonight, Monday at seven at uh, in Stapleton, you'll see all that on the website. I'm going to cover these uh, rewards again tomorrow night at a at a teletraining, the Tuesday teletraining on November. 5th, it would be, right? For those who aren't able to attend my live event, I'll recount some of the highlights, including those lessons learned from my year of living gratefully. So you can just go to thegreatthanksgiving.com. Well, that's the Full Circle Fatherhood Report this week. I'll have lots more on my blog at thegratefuldad.org, and you can learn more at thegreatthanksgiving.com. I was sleeping gently, napping when I heard the phone. Who is on the other end talking? Am I even home? Did you see what she did to him? Did you hear what they said? Just a New York conversation Rattling in my head The late, great Lou Reed and his New York telephone conversation, just to remind you about the uh, tele-seminar, the tele-training tomorrow night, November 5th uh, at 7 o'clock, the five rewards of gratitude, right? All right. Um, I, as I said, am very grateful to have in the studio with me today, uh, Jim and Ruth Sharon. And, and, and here's the questions that I got from them about that, that lead you to their work. Okay. Is your love getting buried under a pile of to do's? Do you notice that you and your partner are spending less time together? Is your communication becoming a series of complaints, commands, or demands? These are some of the questions asked by my guests today in their soulful marriage work. Dr. Jim Sharon and Ruth Sharon MS serve as licensed psychotherapists in private practice and as coaches for soulful couples. During 40 years of marriage and professional experience, they've worked with nearly 2,000 couples in various forums. The Sharon's book, Secrets of a Soulful Marriage, will be released by Skylight Paths Publishing in the winter of 2014, and they join me today to talk about this work and their upcoming presentation at the third annual Whole Man Expo presented by Energy for Life to be held Sunday, November tenth, 2013 at the Ramada Plaza, Denver North. Right here in Denver. So today you'll learn uh, how to add soul to any relationship and you'll also hear about why you'll want to be sure to mark your calendar and join us at the Whole Man Expo as I'm pleased to welcome back Jim Sharon and offer a first time welcome to Ruth Sharon on today's edition of the Grateful Dad Radio Hour. So, guys, welcome, and and you know how I like to start this, you know, because I've heard some of Jim's story, having him as a guest in the past to talk about the men's anthology. I always ask my guests for a bit of their own story and tying in with the men's anthology for some defining moments in their lives. So I'm wondering, you're here to talk about soulful marriage as well as the Whole Man Expo and and as a couple who knows a bit about it through 40 years of your own soulful marriage. Can you give your introduction in five minutes and make it about how, you know, the defining moment of how you met, came to be married and and all of that? What's the story, please?
0: Why don't you tell them
1: that? <laughs> <really>? <laughs> okay,
2: well, I was 19 at Penn State University, uh, and I yes. was on a blind date. And double dating with Jim and his date. <laughs> and the other people disappeared and only Jim and I were remaining in our reality. The other people we don't know what happened to. We were double dating, there were four of us. Oh and then it was just Jim and I focused on each other. So they it fell
0: we... into the black hole, just
1: like our socks do, you know? <laughs> yes, you were <laughs> we do socks happened go. To them, so we So dated. you met on a blind date with other people. What a wonderful story. Now now How does that fast forward into love and marriage, horse and carriage, baby buggies, and and soulful 40 years?
2: Well, we actually got married in 1970, so it's 43 years. Oh, Mazel Yes, yes. So we um, we actually have our ups and downs, as every couple does. And oh, I yeah. would say that one of my defining moments is that we were in California after being married about eight or 10 years. And we were in a training for a year and it was very intense. Mm-hmm. And Jim left the training and mm-hmm. I stayed and we were separated. We were actually separated for some months. And so my defining moment with our daughter's coaching, she was about seven then, was please get together, please be a family. And so we moved to Denver from California, we moved to Denver, and we became a family, and we've continued on. And so that was a powerful defining moment.
1: And that defining moment sounds familiar because I think I got Jim's perspective on that in his entry in the men's anthology. That's correct. Right. I wrote a whole story about that
0: and and some events that ensued.
1: Understanding, uh-huh. understandable because that that's a defining moment. How else do you describe or 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 you know dangle before we have to go to break what has made it a soulful marriage or or how you know getting through that defining moment that very, you know, narrow and difficult place in your time? Uh, as a married couple has brought you to this place of helping couples um with their own marriages
0: well the foundation to me and it always is it, w- it was in our in our marriage and we certainly say this in our in our work in our book is that we do we have the de- dedication to doing our own personal work mhm and that's i mean the way i like to say it is a chain is as strong as its weakest link okay so you got to start with yourself
1: yeah so so you each take time, take care of yourselves, and work on your your, your own self, I- exclusive of one another, in order to strengthen what the two of you has as a couple.
0: Exclusive and also together. Okay. So there's a lot of time we're spending in communication with, with each other. Yeah. yeah. We want that to be clean and direct and yes. and ongoing.
2: Well, we work together. That's the thing. Starting in 1976, yes. we started working together. And so that's been very powerful to live together, work together, raise our family together, be grandparents together. So the soulfulness comes from our spiritual practices to really honor and treasure our relationship with the divine and bring that into our relationship and into our everyday activity.
1: Yes. Yeah, so the mm-hmm. spiritual piece clearly. Plays a part in soulful marriage that we're gonna that we're gonna hear more about. Um, as as listeners know, we have a, a dual purpose today. Uh, after the men 's anthology, Jim had the idea you know let 's not stop here after getting forty soulful men together to courageously share our hearts, our guts, our psyches uh, as a part of this you 've been convening now for three years men to uh, men and women and and teens are welcome as well to the event we 're going to be talking about a little bit later. And and so I want people to understand. Both they can always go to men's anthology, the men's anthology, no men's anthology dot com to uh, l- learn more about the Whole Man Expo your website is interesting because you've got one of those um, extensions that not everybody knows about. Is it energyforlife.us? Yes, correct. Okay, energyforlife.us is is the sort of the home page, home place of Jim Sharon and Ruth Sharon, my guests today on the Grateful Dad Radio Hour. It's the place you can go to learn about their soulful marriage work and I was just thinking as you were, were talking about the time you spend in communication, there's a great video on there uh, talking about your soulful marriage coaching that actually shows you guys walking through the process and describing some of the key elements of a soulful marriage. And so um, I would commend people to do that, even as they're uh, listening to uh, the the spots that we run at the bottom of the hour here to go to energyforlife.us, learn a little bit more about your work, and we'll talk about it more when we come back. You're listening to the Grateful Dad Radio Hour on milehighradio.com. Talking Soulful Marriage and the Whole Man Expo. Come on back right after this. Welcome back to the Grateful Dad Radio Hour. You're tuned, of course, to MileHighRadio.com. I'm Doug Gertner, the Grateful Dad. So glad to have you here with me today. So glad to be joined in the studio by Jim Sharon and Ruth Sharon. Um, we've been talking about their work uh, with Soulful Marriage. I wonder, you know, being that you, that you know you're working on this book, um, is there a definition or a a, a way that you characterize? Soulful marriage—sort of what it means, what are the components? How do I know if if my marriage is a soulful one, other than you just know it?
2: Well, yeah. I have—I've done the corny thing of taking the word S O U L F U L soulful and oh. put a word to each letter. That so works. I'll go with What'd that you come up with? old yeah. style. So S is for sacred, that there's a sacredness in the relationship. There's an honoring of the divine and something greater than ourselves, whatever that's called to you. That there O is open, that there's an openness, an open-mindedness, an open-heartedness, open communication. You that there's understanding between you two. You're not out to get each other. We always talk about friend or foe, that we're friends. We're understanding each other. L is for loving, that we bring the qualities of love and compassion and forgiveness and understanding and acceptance. F is for fulfilling, that here we are, we're these souls coming into this human existence and we've come for a purpose to fulfill a certain life destiny, life purpose, potential. So F is for fulfilling. And then U is uplifting, that we lift each other up. We become more by having known each other. We become the fullness of ourselves. And L, there's a lot of light. That could be light as in luminosity and also light as in joyful, laughter, lightness, fun, so those are some of the qualities that are important in our marriage. That's a,
0: a good anagram. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. Is that, that what? The, yes. That creates yes. a lot of synergy. Yes. It what is. I would add to that is that just, again, for the sake of time, I'll make it simple, is that we all have a choice whether we're going to respect and cherish our loved ones. Yes. And uh, that's really a moment-to-moment choice as well as an ongoing one. <laughs>
1: Soulful marriage, sacred, open, understanding, loving, fulfilling, uplifting, and light. Jim and Ruth, again, as I say, some of it is just the modeling, the the um, you know the the idea that seeing you guys together and the other couples you gathered with last year gives the rest of us an idea of how to have a relationship. That is all these things, and and sort of boils down to something you might call soulful. But I gather it's not just for folks who are joined in the bonds of so-called holy matrimony. You know, right. say more about just the the expansive notion of soulful relationships, whether it's uh, a man and a woman married, men and men, women and women, other kinds of couples and groups. Where where does has your work kind of uh, right. well, expanded?
0: What we're really focusing on is people being advocates for each other, being well-wishers or championing each other's overall well-being. And uh, at the crux of that is really what is that person called to do in Mm -hmm. life? Mm -hmm. So getting a a good sense of your life purpose Mm -hmm. and then asking your partner. Your partner usually wouldn't have to ask them. They would usually be very happy in this Uh case to advocate for you
1: you know as you said that jim i mean all i can do is is compare it and 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 contrast it not so much with my own relationship with my beloved Bisharet partner maggie and and as you as as soon as you introduced that notion to be my advocate even before you expanded and explained it a little more i knew what you were talking about and i knew you know again What what I've known in my gut since I became aware of your soulful marriage work that that I can call my marriage soulful, you know, through not just this iteration of the Grateful Dead, but going back to that story I was telling earlier. I've, I've lost a couple of jobs, you know, as I talked about in, in my uh, monologue and, and blog last week, I've never been a great employee because that's not where my heart was meant to be. And by golly, you, you well understand. You guys have been working together and mostly for yourselves for all these years, as you said. And and at each turn, right up to and including this time with The Grateful Dad. Maggie is my greatest advocate, supporter, cheerleader. You know, she'll be there tonight to cheer me on in this new endeavor. But, you know, we've been talking just lately as, as Ruth and I were on the break off, Mike, that the EMU consulting work, um, that has sustained me for so many years is, is in a slower period, uh, offering more opportunity to, uh, reach out and, and really do the work of the Grateful Dad. And um, there's not a minute that Maggie says, you know, what happened to your paycheck? We're going to have to, you know, her work is going well. I advocate for her in all that she does and she uh, does for me. And there I have this soulful relationship.
2: That's beautiful. One thing that we like to talk about is the dance of the one and the two. So we have this union. We have this longing in our hearts to connect, you know, that feeling of we're a team. We're here for each other. My love and your love blend together and we become as one But we also have the two of us, the separation of us, the distinctness of us. So I think that dance back and forth Mm -hmm. where we're each our own separate being and then we come together and create, it it cultivates that sense of uh, treasuring in our hearts. You know, like I honor and adore this man and I look at him and he's still my boyfriend from (laughs) 1967, you know, it's just adorable.
0: And there's a a funny little speaking of dance, I'm going to play off of that in a different way. There's the dance between, on the one hand, being committed to being positive, happy people, mm-hmm. having that as a, uh, a foundation, a devotion. And on the other hand, being willing to be real and genuine and, and vulnerable mm-hmm. because life, let's, th- let's face it, throws us some, some hardballs and curves. So we have to be willing to, uh, to be in that space as, lo- as well as holding the bottom of that, the mm-hmm. underlying de- uh, dedication to It's it's
1: as you describe it, I'm thinking I was never good at learning a a specific dance step that, you know, as an old (laughs) fan of the Grateful Dead, I always liked wind dancing, which is just letting your body do whatever to the wild beats of the band. But in this case, I think it is that same natural flowing dance that you learn and get into. Uh, with your partner when you've been fortunate enough as the two of you have as as I'm so blessed to have found and as we hope we can help others and, and certainly your work helps others. Um, how do folks get access to your support and, and your services. I mentioned energyforlife.us, but talk about some of the work you do the retreats, the gathering, the soulful marriage work that people can get. And as we said, it's not strictly soulful marriage, it's soulful couples and soulful relationships. Okay. However, the dance might be for you, how do people get access? Well, we
0: do have three retreats coming up this year. Okay. Well, the next one is February. In Sunrise Ranch, at Sunrise Ranch in Loveland, Colorado.
1: Mm February
2: 14th to the 16th for Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day. Oh, yes, indeed.
1: Oh, that's going to be a great one. A great, I mean, Sunrise Ranch is a wonderful facility outside of Loveland and in Colorado. Folks listening uh, near and far could come to that, a a soulful marriage retreat that is over the uh, Valentine's Day weekend. To the heart of the matter. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. The puns are starting. Here they go.
2: I am incorrigible. And then uh-huh. March 28th to the 30th, as the spring pops in, we'll be in New Mexico at Ghost Ranch Retreat Center nice. in um, Ibecue, New Mexico. So that'll be a beautiful, fresh start opening up the springtime. And then in June...
0: Iron Horse
1: Retreat
2: at Winter Resort. Park. Resort. Right. Oh, oh right. good, Winter good. Park. So
1: back in Colorado in Winter Park. Um Again, a good starting place is EnergyForLife.us. You've named your business that, and and you really you bring energy to starting your with your own lives, and I know your kids and your grandkids, and emanating out. Um, you, you brought it to these anthologies, the men's anthology in particular, and and. I think, you know, we need to pivot and say you're also going to be talking about and, and giving this presentation at the upcoming third annual Whole Man Expo. Energy for Life, really, you guys are the sponsors behind this. It's happening, uh, Sunday, November 10th at the Ramada Plaza North in Denver. Um, a little bit more about, about, um, what you'll be talking about there before? I mean, I want to get to, to the to the event really, but we're going to be talking about these themes, okay?
0: As well as, and in, in most of our work, we don't like to just stand up and lecture. We yeah. think a great way for people to learn is through experiential activities and
1: interactions. So, actual exercises. So, bring your partners if you have one, or come and learn with my guest today, Jim Sharon and Ruth Sharon, um, at the Whole Man Expo. So, so it's coming up. November tenth and, and um now we pivot to another website because men's anthology dot com. dot com, the whole man expo tab there is where you go. Um, if I have this right, it's it's really just inviting people to walk up. Um, Correct. Correct. Okay.
0: This time we're gonna have people just come to the door and it's twenty dollars at the door per person.
1: And here's what you get, folks. I mean I I copied into my notes the the um the, the, the whole day's schedule, but did you want to say more? I mean, we're we're talking about Ramada Plaza North um, North Glen in Denver, so it's right there off one hundred twenty fifth and I-25, 120th. I twenty five. One hundred twentieth, one hundred twentieth and I twenty five. I'm picturing something uh, the, at one hundred twentieth and I twenty five. Old timers, North Glen, uh, old timers call it the Valley Highway there in North mm-hmm. Glen, and I'm picturing the uh, the corner. Um Southeast, maybe correct. Yeah, and and you 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 arrive. Doors open at nine a.m. for registration at nine thirty. Oh, I get to to introduce the yes. two of you, and so I'm happy to <laughs> to, roll, to be kind roll. of the the person who gets to to kick things off and and really just you know be grateful to you all in the presence of everyone as you welcome folks. And then the the first speaker that morning. Well, there's a couple of choices beginning at ten a.m. One that we're well Familiar with and thank you for uh, asking and inviting and letting me have uh, the courage expert Sandra Walston on my show last week. It was a great show, and when Haas sent out the numbers, um, it was one of the five most listened to shows, tied with a few others. Uh, most listened to shows last week, and she is a very compelling speaker. If Courage is not your interest that day. There's a, a panel on aging gracefully and uh, present company included. We are aging gracefully. <laughs> um, thoughts or comments about that piece? Anything we also means-
2: wanted to say that we're joining together with the Athena Festival this oh, yes. year. This is the first time we're doing that. Dana Kane Events puts on our event yes. and she puts on the Athena Festival every year. This is the seventeenth one. So she said, Let's try it together. Beautiful. So there's gonna be a lot of energy there. And when we went and looked at the space, there's actually a yin yang where the carpet and the tile meet. So <laughs> we've got the women on one side and the whole man expo on the other side. It'll be a lot of energy there.
1: And there's there's gonna be some over some, some overlap as well I noticed mm-hmm. so we've got uh, first thing in the day after our welcome we've got courage and aging gracefully a panel that will discuss various ways that seniors can lead vibrant meaningful lives as they age and even talking a little bit about graceful dying mm-hmm. uh, is Jamie Sarchet on that panel yes. is that yeah, the it's, one it's oh. a very powerful panel yeah yes. absolutely a guy who's going to be developing a progressive avant-garde facility in oh the mountains gorgeous red rocks area with a okay. wellness okay. focus yeah. I love that um... You're uh, one of the two uh, speakers then, one of the the two offerings in the 11 o'clock hour, as we said, The Secrets of a Soulful Marriage with Jim and Ruth. Also, there's going to be a panel that hour on men's aggression toward women. And it's. I'm, I'm so glad to see that, you know, my roots are in the pro-feminist men's work and and much of what it's been focused on almost, you know, you can never focus on it too much. But, but I've been struggling to keep some of the whole man aspect in the pro-feminist movement because we've become so involved. Involved in men's violence against women and and Including you know domestic violence. Aggression. Yes, the whole spectrum of aggression. So this is going to be um, discussed by a panel of experts uh, about overt, covert, subtle ways that men and boys display aggression and aggressive attitudes and behavior toward women. Here's something that, um, I mean, great panel that leads us up to lunch, and here's something we can't, uh, let, uh, this tangent happen on the air, Jim, but, um, you and I are both football fans, so is Haas. I don't know that, that Ruth counts herself, uh, with no. us, no, <laughs> but, um, you know, Certainly, um, we're going to be keeping tabs on the game that day, that afternoon. We're going
0: to be, we're going to be popping in. And I have
1: several apps on my phone. I watch the games no matter where I am. We're going to have lunch and uh, be able to go through the exhibit area at that time. And then at one o'clock, as Ruth mentioned, um, we're talking about the whole man expo happening November 10th in Denver. You can learn more at men'santhology.com. And we're talking about it at one that day after lunch. Um, we're going to come together, it looks like, yes. with the Athena Festival. Their keynote is um, – her name's is Donna Vis- Visaki, and she's talking about it's never too late to live your dreams. And Here's so- a lady who lost her daughter in a car accident and
0: dedicated <sighs> her life from then on okay. to – the theme.
1: A very compelling story. So, uh, the the initial keynote uh, will be together with the Athena Festival, It's Never Too Late to Live Your Dreams. That'll be followed by the Whole Man Expo keynote, Creating Thriving Community. Uh, say more about David and what he's about.
0: David is uh, the spiritual director at Sunrise Ranch in Loveland. Uh, he's been in there for, as, as, as far as I know, about 30 years. Wow. Very humble man, strong presence. Uh, very quiet but deep demeanor, a lot mm-hmm. of wisdom, and he'll be dispensing that wisdom and, sh- and sharing the intentional community and why it's thrived, how it's thrived, and giving some very basic uh, ideas
1: for how people can develop their own. So he'll, he'll talk about how to create a community that thrives and, and key steps to help your community embrace its destiny, heal its past, empower its members. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that I'm thinking about a number of communities that I'm a member of including my own uh, faith community and the, the the healing and the empowerment that needs to happen for a community to, to thrive and and survive. We've got uh, afternoon sessions 3 o'clock hour that day um, I noticed one of them again was one of my guests the other day Man Walk the Power of Gathering as Men with Captain Coy Theobald what a delight it was to have the captain on the show. He was, he called in, he Skyped in actually from, he was just wrapping up his latest fishing adventure and he was still in Arkansas, but he will be there in person with some other uh, men who have walked with him to talk about the power of gathering his men.
0: Flying uh, in for the occasion. I'm really pleased about that.
1: I'm going to be, I am too, delighted to see him. And he and was
2: the whole man of the year. Yes,
1: he was the initial whole man of the the year, um, which is what happens after this. I did want to mention, and I'd love to know more. I don't know Dr. Wayne Dorband and, and, The topic, as you framed it, is Nourish the Planet, Enabling People to Teach the World to Feed Itself. What's it about? What's the idea of bringing uh, Dr. Dorbin to the uh, Whole Man Expo?
0: Yeah, we like program diversity. So I felt like we hadn't had anything on the field in the area of ecology Mm -hmm. and uh, environmental protection, sustainable development. Yeah. And, you know, really learning how to use your uh, local um, area Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. food growing. So he's going to talk about some very efficient economical ways of doing that. And this is a presentation that's done all over the world.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Nourish the planet, enabling people to teach the world to eat. Then, as we say, we're into the home stretch at the Whole Man Expo on November 10th uh, with some closing ceremonies beginning at 4. And that's going to include the Whole Man of the Year Award, the presentation for the third year in a row. Now I'm not going to be able to get you to to reveal uh, who yet and you've got a couple of weeks to decide but I gather group. you've got a good group of nominees and a committee is meeting to select you want to say more about what it means to be the whole man of the year and and how you sort of conceive of frame that and and what you uh, look for in the whole man of the year
2: well, there's a beautiful committee of people, and they've come up with criteria and a nomination form, and they are so um, empowered to take this out into the community for next year. They want to really have a much bigger reach into the faith communities and into educational worlds, and, you know, to really honor, to um, show the paradigm of what does it mean to be whole. So we're looking on a physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual level, how we are within ourselves, within our family, within our community and how that ripple effect goes out and touches so many people when people are in their wholeness, there's a there's a brilliance to them. There's a bright light. There's a clarity. There's a kindness. There's a service orientation. It's like the new human.
1: Yeah. I, I um, As you say it, Ruth, it brings back to me because I have uh, risen to the occasion uh, at least two of the three years I know and submitted – and and so i 'm going back to um, what I was asked to when i when I nominated somebody um, they, their their level of men 's awareness and engagement with men 's issues and male wholeness and service and support of male oriented programs and activities and and those sorts of achievements both professionally and non and, and outside of their professional life. What are they doing professionally to uh, make a difference and, and what are their accomplishments in the full range, personal, artistic, cultural, civic and community, spiritual, athletic, any other areas of accomplishment, how they sort of bring diversity and holistic integration into their lives, spirituality. And, and you know, in what ways, like all of us, have they overcome adversity and really recognized that and used that to stay the course and move forward in their wholeness as a man? And so... Um, I, I'm I'm eager for that portion of the day. Let to me just see. say
0: this: this group is particularly exemplary. I mean, I, they they are standouts, no
1: doubt. I mean, because think about this, Jim. You, you, we're going back a, a few years now. I mean, I I still remember where I was and what I was doing when I got a call from you, referred by <laughs> um, Aaron from from Building Bridges for Peace. Um, and and she you said, ah, oh, she said I might be interested in writing something. You go from putting this this uh, book mm-hmm. together, ordinary men, extraordinary. Lives defining moments inspired by seeing a women's anthology and the effect that it had on two of the authors whom you knew so well and so personally. You you pull together this this book and and from it you say we can't let it rest here let's let's have a gathering of men that we've named the whole man expo and from you know what you might say it's a cliche but you know fairly humble beginnings um it ramped up pretty quickly we we went from a sort of a suburban location to the heart of of denver uh last year on the du campus and now to a first rate uh, conference facility with the Athena Festival, a festival that celebrates all that that, um, women bring to their lives and their spirit. Um, And with it, as you say, an even greater group of men nominated for the Whole Man Expo. Um, I'm almost wanting to ask, you know, know, I'm going to drop the F-bomb now, Haas. You know, what do you feel you know, like, what's what must the feeling? Haas is, like, shaking his head, like, don't mess with me, man. I, I dropped right. so, the other F-bomb, feeling. Because right. on a men's show, we don't always talk about our feelings. How, how, how does it feel to have, you know, really nurtured this to where it is today? I feel sincerely
0: and deeply humble and to come full circle mm-hmm. grateful. Yeah. I truly, and I'm, I'm saying this because it's not just something I'm saying to deflect. Yeah. But I truly credit spirit. Yeah. For all of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, when we sat at the orientation, Doug, together and talked about, you know, developing the anthology, all I said was, I don't want this to be a standalone project. Mm -hmm. I don't know where it's going to go. And it's really, uh, I feel beautiful having been one who's been called to be a vehicle for transmitting this. But, you know, there's no way I could have done this by myself. It's the production of a lot of people and uh that's been
1: orchestrated from above. Yeah. So you understand the divine piece of this yes. Ruth you you know again we said behind all of this we know and and so I'm curious your your reflections your feelings as we kind of wrap up.
2: Well, my feeling is that this is um on its beginning phases that it could even go citywide nationwide it can go you know this can be spread to so many people so my
0: nationally yeah
2: too. i mean it's just opening up the whole vantage point of wholeness and spiritual development and evolution of the human being to be more of who we are designed to be to just keep unfolding the potential that's what's exciting about it for me and so as a woman, I've always wanted to relate to men in their wholeness, you know, in their feeling, in their intellect, in their spirituality, in their playfulness, in their their uh, contribution to the world. So to me, it's such a grat- gratitude and um, so awe, was, feeling so of was, awe, like, wow, <laughs> we're
0: really looking for men and women to collaborate at a higher level.
1: And that's gonna start uh, again for the third time and and you know, best ever, uh, at the Whole Man Expo. It's the third one presented by Energy for Life. It it's gonna be held the uh, Sunday, November tenth. It's at the Ramada Plaza, Denver North. You can learn more at men's And, and as we circle back to my guests, Jim Sharon and Ruth Sharon, thank you so much for being here. Their work that we spoke of is, is, uh, the soulful marriage work. There's more information at energyforlife.us, um, You'll also want to keep tabs because the book Secrets of a Soulful Marriage is going to be published, uh, probably in the
0: spring, actually.
1: Good, good. Spring of next year, you'll be able to, uh, get the, the book in hand. You can learn at the website energyforlife.us about upcoming retreats, including Mark Your Calendars Now, Soulful Couples, uh, at Sunrise Ranch, uh, next, uh, Valentine's Day weekend. Um, I want to thank you both with, with the, the parting gift that's, uh, in the bag behind me that I'll leave you with before you leave a, a copy of the Grateful Dad's Journal of Gratitude. I'm going to have those available thank in you. the exhibit area at the, uh, festival as well. I'm so grateful to both of you for being here as you, as you kind of walked through, you know, your own story of how you came together. And, and I love, I, I love that story of being on a blind date with different people and only to really only have eyes for one another. Um, sharing also about a, a difficult and defining moment in in your life that um, that, that that certainly helped strengthen what has been a forty three year soulful marriage, sacred, open, understanding, loving, fulfilling, uplifting, and light. It, it it very much helps me understand and not only what I have but how to keep working and making my marriage and my other relationships those filled with soul and I appreciate your, your time here tonight. Um, thanks and, and folks do, you know, men'santhology.com. There's a whole tab out laying out what you need to do to get to the uh, whole man expo on November 10th. Um, $20 at the door gets you a full day of programming, as we talked about, double keynotes, two sessions per hour for throughout the day, and the day wraps up with a closing ceremony and naming the whole man of the year. Let me just
0: add, people can also attend any of the Athena events.
1: Okay, we're also welcome at the Athena events. It's going to be a great day, the Whole Man Expo, November 10th, so I will see you there. Next week, we are in... Truth, We are talking about Jewish deadheads, and you're not going to want to miss it. I've uh, published on this as well, and I'm eager to share uh, what I've come up with and also about a a retreat back east that people can uh, attend. And so uh, please stay tuned to that. Also, check out thegratefuldad.org for what's going on, and thegreatthanksgiving.com is where you can sign up for upcoming gratitude events. I'm Doug Gertner, and I'm so grateful to you for being here uh, with me today on the Grateful Dad Radio Hour I'll meet you back here next week as we talk about Jewish deadheads and get uh, ready for um, a great week ahead and enjoying the Whole Man Expo. Jim, Ruth, thank you. And I want to just remind everybody until next time, be grateful.
2: Thank you. Thank you.